pandemonium reigns. Well, hello, people. Where? Wait, hang on. Hang on. As a, a wise man once said, he was a former Texas quarterback. <clears throat> he said, "We're back." We're actually back, though. Texas wasn't back, but we're back. Michael Jordan didn't play for the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> and he was actually back. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Grabbing a bull by the horns. <laughs> I like what you did there. I like it, too. That makes me smile. Hello, people. We hope you have are having a fantastic day. Thank you for riding with us. Wherever um, our our beautiful voices have found your ears, thank you for letting us tickle them. We're back. We're late, but we're back. We're going to talk about some old info. Uh, and as we get started, I just want to say this <clears throat> to to the forty year old man out there listening who is hoping and praying and wishing for the old days of this sport. It's gone, man. Done. It's over. The uh, college football expansion, as far as conferences go, potential rule changes, which we're fixing to get into. Um, the days of college football, you know it. It's done. It's gone. It's being driven by the dollar. No longer is this sport. Man, I'm busting chops. We. It's like we've been gone, and the first thing is like, we we just busting chops. Yeah, the, the the good old days of the rivalries of um, West Virginia and Pitt and Kansas Missouri and and Texas Oklahoma State Oklahoma Oklahoma State Bedlam. It's done. It's done. And 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 be prepared because this this sport, as you know it and as you love it, will look a lot like Sundays. So Ugh. that's where we're headed because we have potential rule changes to talk about and um <clears throat> i just need everybody to fasten their seatbelt as we listen to this because michael's current complexion is like a like an elmer's glue but it's getting ready to turn into a frank's red hot <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm a little pasty but it's about to about to turn a little darker red uh <laughs> also this is just you know our schedule is what it is it's it, we're primarily college football here we're going to get to what we can. We're going to do our thing while we can in the off season. but we thank you for bearing with us. Like Dan has told you, we are back. Texas might get back. Maybe. We'll see. We are back. So we're here to drop some knowledge and some thoughts on your face. Yep. We're back. So let's get into this. So new <clears throat> rules have been proposed, and hopefully that's where they stay. Just a yeah. proposal. Uh, four major rule uh, changes potentially come into college football, and your boys have opinions. Um, that's the only thing we bring to the table is an opinion. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So let's talk about these and maybe talk about games that they would have impacted, stuff like that. Number one jumps out to me. Um, my mind goes back to 2013. I'll see if you can't figure out the game in which um, this was done. Um, I don't know if it would have had any impact, but that's where my head goes. Mm-hmm. Prohibiting consecutive timeouts. Basically, what this means is the days of icing the kicker will be done and over. Tell me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, well, you can still use one timeout. You can't use multiple. 
in this situation, based on how this rule is said, you can't use consecutive timeouts. So you got one icing of the kicker if you want it. And the game would have to probably be the Iron Bowl in 2013 if memory serves me. Can't remember for sure. That's remember, actually not where my head goes. Okay. I remember this, Jeremy Pruitt burning like all three timeouts against Alabama as Tennessee's coach in 2019. Okay. And yeah. that was the moment where I was like, he just got the, he just had the crimson flushed out of his system. He's our guy. Oh my God. And he was never our guy. Uh, uh-huh. But he did do, do that. And that was hilarious. It was kind of like when Vrabel abused that rule in the NFL, uh, where he took, I think, multiple delay of games to run the clock down against the Patriots. Oh, yeah. As the Titans head coach. And I was yeah. just glowing. I mean, my body was just beaming rays of sunlight. Uh, this rule, I mean, seriously, some of these rules I could live with. I'm, I'm not. I'm not in favor of any of them. I hope they get voted down, you know, unanimously. I hope they get just demolished when they go before the decision makers, which unfortunately will be the dollar bills. This rule, Mm -hmm. it's fine. A lot of times the funny thing happens where if you ice the kicker and you're the team icing the kicker, you call the timeout, the kick goes on, and he misses it. So, I mean, you're kind of playing with fire, and you're you're just taking a risk. It's kind of like a watered-down onside kick or a Hail Mary or something very watered-down where you're just trying to save points, you're trying to get in that kicker's head. And a lot of times, you know, the elite ones, they're going to knock that kick down anyway, but sometimes you're going to burn yourself by asking the kicker, and he would have missed it if you just let it ride because hashtag college kickers. They are what they are sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're elite and they're just going to knock it down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this one is one of those, one of the few of these four that we're going to talk about that I could, I could live with if it happens. I guess I can't name the game that you're thinking of in 2013, but go with this one. I don't think it's going to do anything because what this boils down to, what we're packaging this as is player safety, shortening the games for player safety. And I'm sorry, field goals are not volume injury plays usually unless there is a, a wild kick six situation, a crazy return. But a standard kick where there's you know, 11 guys trying to block it, and 10 guys or nine guys trying to block, uh, uh, prevent that from happening. There's not a lot of injuries on that. Yeah. So these rules are being proposed, like you said, in order to cut down game time. Here's my first issue with this proposed rule. So you're telling me that the game is now condensed because you spaced out your timeouts. You called one at the top of the fourth, you called one in the middle, and you called one at the end. So you're you're telling me that that – condenses game time as opposed to consecutive back-to-back timeouts. So last I checked, the timeouts are the exact same amount of time, no matter where you use them. That's mm-hmm. stupid. That is a stupid rule. If that's what, if that's what you're trying to do, that that's not the solution. No. If, uh, and, and you and I have said this outside of the, of the, of the show here. If you want to cut down game time, how about you eliminate one to two commercials every commercial break? That'd do it. Because I tell you what we really need, what we really need is to hear the Burger King Whopper song for the 25th time. Yes. That's what we need. Man, we, yes. we, we need that. How about you do that? How about you take some of your money and, and chill out and back off of our sport as opposed to not allowing coaches to manage a game? <laughs> yeah. 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 How dumb. My mind actually goes to 2013 Tennessee, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. And I'm not even sure if this impacted that game or not, but Spurrier just kind of went on a timeout calling spree mm. right there. And all I remember uh, is, is, is saying, oh, my gosh, keep doing that. 
<laughs> yeah, for real. Keep burning your uh, timeouts. That that was one of those odd games where I only got to listen on the radio. I wasn't able to watch that game for whatever reason was happening that day. Um, and you know, sometimes you miss the full story when you do that. Uh, sometimes you miss more if Bob Kessling is the the one providing the the audio for you. It's fine. Love the guy. Um, yeah, though, I mean, this is a minor one in the grand scheme of these four rules. It's it's the most minor one of them, but still. But it makes just, no sense. It's, exactly. It's, it's dumb. So it doesn't I think, serve the faux purpose of what they're claiming this is for. So dumb. It, it doesn't cut down on, on runtime of, of a game because no. coaches, at the end of the day, still have three timeouts that they could use. However, I think what you will see if this goes into effect a more flippant use of timeouts going maybe at the top of the fourth or something like that. If they know that they, they don't have them towards the end, you know, like, well, I can't, you know, if, if it's a, if it's a three point difference or, you know, if, if, sorry, I should say this. If it's a, if they can realize or recognize that a field goal is going to determine the outcome of this game or possibly extend the runtime of this game, taking it overtime or whatever, then, then you might see a more flippant use of it. You know, well, I can't, yeah. I can't ice him. So, you know, then I guess I'll, I'll use my timeouts this way. I just think it's dumb. At the end of the day, yeah. again, you still get three timeouts. Does it matter whether they use them consecutively? It just, it, it doesn't make any sense. Leave, leave the game alone. Yeah. Um. Any other comments on that one? <clears throat> Nothing uh, crazy for that one. In fact, I'll lead us into the second one. And, you know, this one is also <laughs> such a low-impact thing. Uh, I, I don't know why you even bother with it, for that matter, other than maybe the rhythm of the game in that in that moment of the game. No untimed downs at the end of the first or third quarters. So, I mean, honestly, I can't tell you the last time I saw an untimed down at the end of the first or third. You know, it stands out a lot more when it when it's at the end of a game if or the end of half if if they give you an untimed down because of a penalty or something like that that's that's more or it stands out more it may happen more than i think at the end of a quarter the first or the third but here again nothing i mean gosh we're talking about a needle in a haystack of of situations for player safety quote unquote because it ain't stop it it ain't about player safety yeah that, no, no. that ain't mean, it that that's is. just the packaging that they're using but yeah uh-huh. i mean it does nothing for that. It won't shave any time off the games. It'll shave less time off the games than number one of the uh, consecutive timeouts and icing kickers. But I just uh, – I don't know. I don't know. Can you tell the people how the scenario might work if if there is a potential untimed down at the end of yeah. the first or third, what that would look like as opposed to well, what it will no longer look like? Well, one thing that could be interesting is let's say uh, – you know, and, and I'm – Speaking in it, as if this game, theoretical game, is being played at Neyland Stadium here. But let's say you're going down, you're, you know, whatever happens, Tennessee, you know, forces or, you know, they commit a pass interference or some 15 yard penalty or something like that that lead, would lead to an untimed down. But you're going towards the uh, away from the river. Game flips the second or the second or fourth quarter starts, and you're coming into the to the you're heading into the river end zone. Gosh, my directions are off this morning. If you can't tell, <laughs> well, now you're heading into the student section. So, I mean, the place is already loud, but now you're into the true pit of the the loudest part of the stadium. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to flip situations like that across the nation where you know maybe you had a, a more favorable setup 
mm-hmm. you're in a quieter part of the, the stadium if it's not a complete bowl or if it's not closed in. And then, hey, voila, you're right in the face of the student section and it's, you know, the the energy just ramps up to 11 instead of wherever it may have been before that. Sure. Or vice versa. It might, yeah. you know, have the absolute effect. <clears throat> However, whether it be pass interference or roughing the pass or whatever, the, the penalty yards will still be administered. Yep. They're just going to move play into the top of the second or the top of the fourth. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, is that really adding that much time is my question. And what I think what burns my grits over this whole thing is CBS has just treated their 3.30 time spot like, hey, guys, you're on our time, and we're just going to do whatever the heck we want to do for however long we want to do it. It is painfully longer viewing a CBS game than any other absolutely Fox or ESPN or what a Jefferson pilot dear. I mean, yeah. Good, good gosh. Um, so I blame CBS <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you talk about a, their three thirty time slot that starts at three forty seven, and, and you know, the game doesn't end until 8 PM. So yeah. if you're lucky, I mean, if, yeah. it, if it's a short game. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, you pointed out that this just this just rarely ever happens. But let's say you're in the third quarter and you're looking at a four four score difference, maybe like a let's just say twenty eight nothing per se, and you get an you get an untimed down and you're able to get a score with without a running clock. You take that game into the top of the top of the fourth, down twenty one as opposed to twenty eight now with more time. I mean, th- you could see stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But again, is 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 this untimed down? really dragging out games. I tell you what's dragging out games. I tell you what's really doing this as in addition to our commercials is this new overtime rule that they put into effect last year. You have to move the opposite side of the fields with every change of overtime. You have to change out offense and defense. You have to, and they go to the commercial break between every, every one. time. Mm-hmm. How about we don't do that anymore? Yeah. Good Lord. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, Clock runs after first downs, except inside of two minutes and a half. Man, I know you and I are different on this one. I can't stand this. Yeah, I, I mean, I hate this. I really, I, I don't like this. But you know, at least with this one, and and I'm building up towards number four, and that's where my fury lies, and all this. But I mean, to me, it's always been fine and normal and great that college football is so different than than Sundays and in the NFL. And I just don't know again what the true I mean this I don't I don't understand. I don't know why you do this. We'll get to number four and I'll just cry maybe. I don't know. But I I don't know why. I mean, sure this will this will cut down your games if you want to get I mean, we look forward to this season for eight months out of the year. Mm-hmm. And I mean this will just speed your games up. That's all it's going to do. Don't love it. It's NFL-esque. It's precedented. So, to me, I can get by with it. I, I just don't like it. But I would probably say if the decision makers I, – I could see them going with this one if they if they really wanted to. But hope they all get voted down. It's just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if we want this style of play, we'll, we'll, we'll sit around on Sunday and we'll, we'll watch the NFL. Yeah. I, I, leave it alone. There, there's yeah. just no point in this. So now, let's say the ball <clears throat> is snapped at two oh three, okay, but the first down is made at one fifty eight. 
Does that count? <laughs> Do you, here's the here's the better question, and I wonder about this on untimed downs when they're not at the end of a quarter anyway. Um, will will they execute this correctly? Will college referees ever <laughs> execute these things correctly? I mean, I know they have a lot of assistance from the booth and from the uh, headquarters and and all that, but will they actually execute it correctly? I mean, that's I I doubt it. I doubt it. So I mean, I, you, I just you, you you make a good point. You're putting some something else on their plate. Yeah, I mean something else on their plate when they do a really bad job. They're not as bad as college basketball. They're really not. There's nothing worse in my mind that of the sports that I watch. Um, as far as officiating goes, yes, yeah. But you're just putting something else on these guys that I, I don't know that they can handle it. I just don't. I mean they they're not great at their jobs. It's a hard job. I'll give them that. They're not. I don't think they're they're compensated enough. Maybe that's why they do this crappy job, especially in basketball and the the schedule that they have to adhere to going across the country, maybe in a week's time. Um, but in, you know, in, in college football, you've got conference mm-hmm. refs, you've got every, every conference has their own set of refs. So mm-hmm. will they get it right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'll, maybe, I don't think so. How do you see this affecting <clears throat> different style of offenses? How do you see this affecting a Tennessee or somebody like Chip Kelly, as opposed to somebody like a Brett Belima? You know yeah. what I'm saying? How do you how do you see this affecting different well, sides? Tennessee, you know, if if things continue for Tennessee the way that they've started for Hopple, there won't be a ton of change because of the the because of how fast period the offense moves and often scores when they want to, and then when they're working to execute, you know, it, it's it's been, it's built, but it's been a slow build for executing four minute and late game offenses, salting games away when the lead's not a large one it'll help it'll help in that regard i don't even like it with that in mind i don't i still don't like the rule but if you're kentucky or the way that they've been under stoops or if you're uh brett bielema if you're heck if you're georgia the way that they've been up until current uh certainly if you're alabama of 10 years 10 12 years ago before lane revitalized the offense there and and they bought into passing the ball more so than just you know cloud of dusting you and and running through you. I mean, think about how fast these games are going to get over with on first downs, especially when the team can move the ball. I mean, the clock will not stop if they're moving the ball. Yeah. I think people in the moment are going to love it or hate it, depending on what side of the ball that they're on. Mm -hmm. But I think if you're a – I think if you're an offense like Tennessee's or, again, a Chip Kelly, somebody who's not huddling, going fast, I think think this is going to hurt you. I think, yeah, because you you on the because on the opposite side you have your Brett Belimas, you have your Michigan offenses who has a stable at, at the yeah. halfback position and an incredible offensive line a Georgia as you pointed out where if they're holding on to like a <clears throat> say like a fourteen point lead at the top of the fourth or something like that they're golden they can chew it out they, they're they can run it out and mm-hmm. and they can knock some serious time off the clock. I just don't know why you mess with it, man. Just, just yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not broken. It's not broken. Leave it alone. We have this in the NFL already. Yeah, we, we have this. Leave it alone. Um, but it's it's being driven by the Benjamins and the Washingtons yeah. of the world. But anyway, mm-hmm. all right, here we go. Softball pitch. Clock runs <sighs> on incomplete passes once the ball is spotted. Oh my lord, it's over. The days of our 
sport, man, they're done. I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be living vicariously permanently through NCAA 14. As I set my coffee, I will be too. Uh, once I get my PS3 restored, once that gets back in my life. Um, but here's my issue: one through three, three is precedented where the clock runs on first downs. Uh, you know, in the NFL, that's precedented. The other ones, whatever. I don't like it, but whatever. This is unprecedented in football altogether. I mean, honest to God, if I mean, <laughs> if a team gets up. I mean, seriously, if they get a 10 or 14 point lead, it is going to be the most boring game of all time. They could mm-hmm. do whatever they want without penalty or worry of giving the team on the other side extra possessions or time. I mean, this is just ridiculous, unprecedented in football. And I don't know why you do this. If you want to worry about player safety, don't go to a 12 team playoff. Don't make the champion play 17 games like the NFL. I mean, there are other avenues to package garbage in with player safety, and you don't have to do this. Take, I mean, show me you're willing to work with me, if you will, and shorten a commercial break per half. One. One break per half. Condense halftime. Yeah. Yeah, condense halftime. I mean, I just – this is so stupid. I mean, this is going to change the game big time. Like, I, there's so many examples. Tennessee, Alabama, the this year. Georgia and Ohio State, they're in a pickle if that clock's not stopping. I mean, Georgia is in a pickle if the clock is not stopping as many times as it does in a football game in college where the clock's going to be running on first downs, the clock's going to be running on incompletions. I mean, they needed every almost every second of that game to complete the comeback and, and to really fight through what Ohio State threw at them, and they did, but I don't know that they would in the future. I mean, this just flips football itself on its head and – I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, if you're going to do this, like make the game 75 minutes instead of 60, like compensate with me somewhere. Like this is so dumb. I, might, I just, might as well just start watching soccer. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're going to, that, that was exactly what, because I watched a little bit of the world cup this year and I was like, wow, it just, it really never stops. And I was asking a friend, like, when does the game end? And he's like, oh, well, they try to accommodate for, you know, how many times they've, they've made calls and stopped to play in the middle of it. I'm like, Wow. That's crazy, and uh, that's what we're going to be watching. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's ludicrous, and I I just don't leave it alone. Leave, leave it alone. <clears throat> Are you telling me that you're not making enough money off of this sport, or that you just have to make more? I, I don't have anything positive to say. Uh, no. that, I mean, it's it's really disappointing. That that is a proposal that that's that the people in that room let that get out of the room. Yeah, somebody thinks that's a good idea, and yeah. these people are supposedly ru- are running our sport. And it says uh, college football commissioner. So are, are we talking about the Sankeys of the world? Is that who we're talking about? Our, our conference commissioners? Because who who are we talking? Playoff about? commissioners? I don't I don't I don't know. Um, Get out I just, of here, man. I, I got nothing for this. Number four can literally be shot into the sun and just never to be heard from again, and that would make my day because it sucks. It, yeah. it just – it's the worst. I don't know why you want to speed games, speed games up, shorten games that much. Number three will do plenty of speeding the game up. Don't do this. If you want to keep it running on first downs, that'll speed your game up. Do not run the clock on an incompletion. That's just – that is like – that's like – 
like just bush league garbage is what that is. I mean, come on. What does it mean if you if you spike it now? Yeah, I mean, can you spike the ball to stop the clock un- outside of two minutes? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. You're taking I – think, I think what this would do is – I think you would suck the energy out of the stadium. I, I, I that's that's what I think. I, I, I mean, the fans are st- the the true just wild fans are going to do what they do what they do, but the the true connoisseurs of the game. I mean, this if this doesn't make you a little sick, I mean, I, I just don't know how you can get behind a rule like running the clock on an incompletion. I just don't know how. And all you're doing instead of instead of compromising in the places you should be compromising, like money, all you're doing is tampering with the integrity of, of a hundred year old plus sport. Leave yep. it alone because Please. here's, here's the deal. <clears throat> player safety. I mean, if that's what you're going to disguise it as, I mean, players are still going to commit to the sport and they're going to get hurt. Yeah. Regardless of your, of your rule changes. Right. I, I mean, yeah. I would, I would, if they put this into effect, I cannot wait to see how the injuries are – the numbers are different than years past. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Give me a break. Give me a break. It's all about the dollar. Instead of preserving, again, the integrity of our sport, <clears throat> they're going to compromise it for money. So, again, it's just one of those things where the sport that you know and love, it's it's that's out the door, man. So, yeah. on that topic – Let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about conference expansion and and stuff like that and, and where this is headed. Texas and Oklahoma headed to the SEC. USC and UCLA in the Big Ten. Let's just let's let's stop saying to the Big Ten and let's just start saying they're gonna, you know, they're heading to New Jersey. They're heading to play at Rutgers with four people watching. Let's just package it that way because that's the real truth. So what you what 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 you have here is the Trojans are going to, instead of a, you know, a short flight up California to Berkeley or Palo Alto, they're going to take a flight across the country, across three time zones, to play a conference game in Piscataway, New Jersey. And let me tell you who's going to care about that one. Nobody. (laughs) Ain't nobody going to care about that one. And it's all because the Big Ten has a better media deal than the Pac-12 does. So here's here's let me tell you what Dan's doing if he is head of the NCAA. I'm saying all you little conferences and your packages, here's the ceiling for all of you. Here it is. This is going to be a level playing field because this stuff is out of control. It's yeah. stupid. I was telling my family on Saturday, well, the best thing that we can hope for right now is for this to not stay the way it is. At this point, you can only hope that it expands even more, where it gets so big that it that it dwindles down on the insides. So what you could potentially have is an SEC also absorbing the Oklahoma States, the Texas Techs of the world, the Baylors, and you ha- now have this one conference inside of it with, I don't know, what's the word, divisions? Mm. Mm. Where Texas... What a concept. Yeah, where Texas and Oklahoma State and Baylor and all those guys still play, and your Tennessees and your Bamas and your Georgias, all those guys still play one another. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a fascinating concept. I mean, yeah. it, it it really, really is. Um, but it, again, it's all because of, of of the dollar, and and because of this, 
the the Big Twelve is now lost. They are. I I think there. I think there's an expiration date on this conference. Oh. It might it might be another two years. Hundred percent. I mean, they they'll uh you know they'll be hanging their hats now on Cincinnati into the twenty twenty one playoffs and TCUing into absolute demolition. That's what they'll be hanging their hats on because mm-hmm. yeah, you got into the playoff. I mean, you you already have teams now with four teams where where it's closer to what it should be. I mean, I would go back to two in a heartbeat. BCS or the mm-hmm. committee determines the top two. I'd go back to that a heartbeat. But you already have teams not capitalizing on a 14 playoff now, doing nothing with it, not mm-hmm. getting better when they make the trip. If you are a top 12 team at the end of the year, congrats. Here is a 56 to 7 slapping. Yeah. Go uh go think about mm-hmm. your offseason with that in mind. Whereas before, maybe you yeah, you obviously lost a game or two if you're in the top 12 or back end of that. Go play a bowl game. Yeah, it doesn't mean much but you're also not winning that playoff ever, ever. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. if the the old guard mm-hmm. that's in place now stays where it is, Saban, Smart, Dabo, Day, I don't know. If, if these teams stay at the top, you're not beating them. You're not going to do it. It's not basketball. You're mm-hmm. not going to make 14 threes and a half and, and have a miracle performance or the other team go cold. It's just not going to happen at this level with the with the difference in athletes. It's never going to happen. Yeah, and and – Okay, good for you. You added UCF, you added Cincinnati, you added Houston. That's not enough for you to get a new media deal that will compare to what the SEC and the Big Ten have going on, and potentially the Pac-12 with this contract with 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 Apple TV. Did you know? Did you know that the last time the ACC negotiated a new media deal was 2014? Do you know yep. when their next negotiation is? I think it's like 2032, 2036, 2036. So. You know what wow. that means? RIP ACC, you're done. Yeah, it, you're you're done. And well, we had Florida State last week talking about the logistics, how long it would take them to make the money back if they bought out of it, and it's it's like a three or four year time frame. What's preventing them from doing that if they want to go to a super conference, the SEC, or well, they can't. You know, they can't. They can't join the SEC. Do you know this? So there. Well, are... Hey, I knew this back in the day, but what if those rules are still in place? Excellent point. But I, I, the way we know it as of now, Tech, Georgia Tech, Florida State, Clemson cannot join the SEC until South Carolina says it's okay Clemson can. Mm-hmm. Georgia says it's okay that Tech can. Yeah. Florida says it's okay that Florida State can. Did you know that every school in the conference can say, yes, we want these guys as a part of our conference. But if Georgia says no, Tech ain't coming. It don't matter. <laughs> 13 yeah. schools can say we want Clemson, but if South Carolina, the 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 fortress that is Columbia, South Carolina, says no, they're not coming. Make that <laughs> that's make a great sense. way of doing things, isn't it? Make that make that's sense. a great way of doing things, especially when you have tech that's been in the conference before. I mean, seriously, yeah. what are we doing? I don't know, but oh yeah, they'll just go to the Big Ten instead. You know that makes sense regionally and financially. That's just what they'll do instead if they can't get in the SEC. So it's fine. So let's talk about Big Ten for a second. You've got – so USC and UCLA is going to put them at what, 16? Yes. Yes. 16. So – hang on. What am I trying to say here? The travel that USC and UCLA will have to do I – have, I have a couple questions here. How many conference games will the Big Ten play? Is it eight or oh, nine? It'll be it'll be nine. It's it's been nine. There's no reason to think it would go down as the conference increases in number. 
So so you potentially could be looking at three out-of-conference games. Are you telling me that UC, USC and UCLA are going to say, well, we need to – We man, we still – USC and Stanford still got to play. I mean, we got to figure that out. USC – I mean, uh, we got to make that happen somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think if I'm a head, head coach, I'm going, we're doing a lot of traveling, and this this conference is tough. Can we get – I don't know, Utah State on the schedule? Yeah. Can I get can I get Fresno on the schedule? I don't know that I want to play. You know, I don't think I want to travel you know, across three time zones, play in the big house, come back to Los Angeles and and host Washington. I don't want to do that. I want to host San Diego State. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're gonna have. The heck, that's the way that they handle it with a much softer non game schedule now than it's gonna be in the future. They just play nobody. I mean it's just this diminishes competition way more than it adds any competition. It undercuts any chance that competition ever had and does nothing to actually make anything tougher as far as your path to the playoffs or your path to recognition and success. It's just, it diminishes it. It does nothing for it. It's done. Uh, it, it, This game is no longer being driven by pageantry and history and tradition and rivalry. It's being driven by a dollar. Yeah, and and you know what has you know what has sorry you know has driven the dollar in this sport. You know has driven the dollar, pageantry, history, (laughs) tradition, and rivalry. Because Because people built something so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, let's let's talk about. Let's talk about the Tennessee Bama game, when which you and I were in the stadium. You and I, as as lifelong Tennessee fans, we had no hope of beating Bama that day. No, right. well, like that was not no. our expectation. And I think right. other Tennessee fans who were there expected the same thing because the energy inside, outside of that stadium before kick was much different than it was against Florida. Yeah, there, were, there was some tension that that day of Florida, not against Bama. I think we, we were knew, loose. Yeah, we were I loose. Think, I think we knew we were about to get beat and everybody was okay for it. But you know what? That state sold out because why? Somebody asked me why because of the historic rivalry that 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 that, that, that game is. So what you're doing with this with this dollar driven world is bedlam. The you know who cares about bedlam? The the people of Oklahoma. Yeah, and and the I mean those Oklahoma has a huge fan base as well. I mean they're you know they're as national as you can probably get outside of the southeast and the the major conferences and they're they're everywhere they really are huge fan base huge program it it goes way beyond the confines of the state of oklahoma but i i mean i just don't i I just hate everything as far it's like they can't propose a good change in the sport these days like overtime sucks these conference realignment sucks i mean the portal as it stands sucks the schedule for these coaches that they have to maintain as far as recruiting. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Florida, I think, just lost like three guys in February, late February to the NFL. I mean, think about that. That's Florida. That's a, that's historically a great job. The talent in that state. I mean, it shouldn't be a long rebuild in the state of Florida ever. And that's Everything not a sign of doing, Florida imploding either. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's elements that are not great with the NIL and all that. But, I, I mean, still, it's not – the world is not ending there. But – Everything sucks about the sport that they're changing. I mean, I, I just – I don't know why they can't leave a good thing as it is. Because they're too money-hungry. Huh? Yeah, too money-hungry. I mean, come on. So, 
do I do I do I get excited about seeing USC and an Ohio State? That that sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds that, cool. That does sound fun. But you know what? I would much rather see that in in Pasadena in January. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I, it's, it's dumb. So yeah. it, very quickly, 15, 30 seconds here. If you could, how would you, how would you, Michael Walker, restore order to conference alignment? I would, I would shrink the conferences down. I mean, seriously, example being the SEC, because it's the closest to home, Missouri, A&M, go back and restore along with, of course, Texas and Oklahoma, the big 12, Nebraska, you come on back too. Uh, fix it that way first. Uh, there's probably, I mean, I think there's already two portal windows already is all there are, but I mean, if, if you want to propose rule changes, give me something that, that takes care of tampering and the portal and, and makes that a little bit easier as well. Don't propose rule changes like these, that, that this garbage that you're giving us right now. So Mm -hmm. that would be the first two areas that I would attack is shrink these conferences back down, shrink that playoff or keep it where it is at the most. And then give me something for the portal, some type of enforcement, or something. I mean, honestly, that can mm-hmm. you know keep guys where they're at, or make it happen the right way, not the Jordan Addison way. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's role play for a second. I have an idea. Right. I'm gonna I'm going to act as commissioner of the NCAA. You are going to act as owner, operator, president, athletic director of, let's say, University of Arkansas. Okay. Okay. And so. Here's the scenario. As commissioner, I'm coming to you and I'm saying, listen, here's what we're doing. We're placing caps on all the conferences. We're going to restore order to it. You actually no longer have a say in 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 who uh, – or sorry, in where you're going to play in, in the conference. This is not mm-hmm. your choice anymore. Like, we are – we're taking control of this. And we're actually going to send you to the Big 12. Okay? Uh, again – so we got one broadcaster, the days of Fox and, and of course, Jefferson Pilot's done. CBS, uh, uh, it's done. Everybody's on ESPN. Okay. Now I understand, I do understand that that's not very realistic. I, I, yeah. I get that. There's the sure. competitors in that world, but just for the sake of conversation. And, or, you know, we could even say that there is multiple broadcasters, but it's, it's the same amount of revenue, it's the same amount of income. However, yeah. Whatever. We're, we're sending you back to the Big 12. Uh, Nebraska's coming with you. A&M's coming with you. Missouri's coming with you. The Big 12 is going to look a lot like it did 1991, 1992, 92, with the exception of you who found yourself in the SEC in 92. Tell me your thoughts. I mean, I listen, you you run this school, but I, I need to know, you know, I would like to know my finger on the pulse where you're at with this. Buddy, I got Walmart in my pockets. We're headquartered here, <laughs> headquartered here in Bentonville, Arkansas, and they're funding our NIL. We'll go play anywhere, anytime. I don't care. You can send us to the the AFC South, and we'll go win it. I don't care. Uh, but if you certainly want to send us back to the Big Twelve, uh, we'll go win it. This is just a, me imagining an Arkansas dialect here. Uh, we'll go win it. It's easier than what we're facing right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, somebody. I, you know, not enough teams capitalize on that. They want the SEC. I don't get it. I'll take that competition all day long. Now, if well, you make it as scary as it was in the early 90s, maybe I'm I'm shuddering a little bit more. But if you give me the current landscape of things, send me to the Big 12 right now. 
Well, I'm, and I'll I mean, see you in the playoffs. I, I would like to, for you to see this through, you know, just through a geographical lens. You know, how yeah. how, how do you compare? Like, is this logistically? You, I mean, are you good with this? Oh, we're going to save so much money on travel. My God, I mean, Walmart <laughs> is going to—they're going to give me a steak dinner. They're going to put gravy on that steak, and it's going to make me a happy, happy man. We're going to be playing closer to home when we travel, and we're going to have crazy buy-in there at the. Oh my gosh, I forgot the name of their stadium. It's going to be great. We're going to play closer to home. Oh my gosh. We're going to have more regional buy-in because of where we're at. You know how hard it is for us to take fans mm. Columbia, South Carolina, and Nashville, Tennessee. It's brutal. Nobody cares about Nashville, Tennessee, and college football. That's that's my take right there, baby. Bring back the glory days. So, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, you're good. I mean, I, I think about – like uh, again, if you're in Arkansas, or if you're like, uh, okay, you're a Mountaineer. You, I mean, you run the oh. uni- West Virginia University. Hey, oh. hey, uh, we are going to, um, we're going to expand the ACC just a little bit. You're going to be looking at 16, 16 teams, but you're one of them. Uh, you're going to annually, you're going to be playing <clears throat> Syracuse. You're going to be playing Pitt. Uh, Florida State's going to be on your schedule. Louisville's on your schedule. Uh, Potentially Miami, who is an old mm-hmm. Big East rival, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You good with this? Give me that, dude. I'm. Where do I sign? Please, please show me the dotted line. I will provide you my John Hancock. It just makes no sense. It, it, I, I, I think West Virginia fans just kind of got used to it over time because, yeah. and, and and just had to swallow it. Hey, this this is what it is. Because if you're a West Virginia fan, and let's say you're you're living in. West Virginia. Huh. Yeah. Who would have thunk that? Who would have thunk it? Yeah. Man, your Mountaineers are, are traveling to Baylor Saturday. I can't go to that I ain't one. going. But if you're playing over in, in, in uh, upstate New York, I can make that trip. Yeah. I can make that. One time zone, probably uh, hundreds of less miles. I mean, come on, somebody. Give me that. I'll sign right now. The NCAA to – or even 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 the Big Ten commissioners, the 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 pre, uh, the the presidents, the athletic director at USC and UCLA basically just gave their fan bases the middle finger and said, "Don't care about y'all." Yeah, we're gonna go play. We're gonna go play in in horseshoe. Catch us on TV. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I just nothing, 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 nothing. Is and rarely even. I mean, I, I found athletic departments inside of a program don't often get it right, but absolutely nothing goes in the favor of the fan, the common fan. I mean, nothing. Yeah. So these rule changes spit in it. Conference realignment is a joke. I mean, just a joke. I mean, how many players, parents, and I'm, I don't care. Like, I'm not like that sympathetic towards this, but how many like players, parents for USC and UCLA are going to be like New Jersey? Have fun, right? I'll see. I'll see you on TV. Play good. Play good, buddy. I mean, this is just stupid. You you know what this would do to somebody like Notre Dame? Oh my gosh, they dude. would have they would join a conference because yeah, the media deal would no longer be a factor. Yep, NBC. Unless bye-bye. you're just that prideful. Unless you're just yeah, that they, well, prideful. They, they may be, but NBC. Bye bye. Yeah. I now if yeah, if you're man. going to institute. And Notre Dame's a good a good example. If you're going to institute your own recruiting restrictions, academic standards, that's on you. Yes, absolutely. 
okay. I mean, Alabama basically said, okay, we hired who we believe is the potential greatest coach of all time. We're going to raise the acceptance rate. I think when Saban was hired, or the year before Saban was hired, I think their acceptance rate was around 81, 82%. You know where it's at now? Oh, it's probably like 103%. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't apply to Alabama. How'd you get in? I don't know. You didn't apply? Roll Tide. It's 96%. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've been out of school for a minute. I might go back to my uh, undergrad there or something. I don't know. We'll see. Not. They're ruining it. It's 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 ruined, and yeah, I, I, it it makes me sad because you have you have the NFL who basically puts the thumb on the pulse and said, "No, you're not doing that. You're not doing that. We're all here." Yada yada yada. You know, Why they say play player safety. <laughs> Tua, get on back out there. That's oh, what dang. They say. Oh, dang. Yeah. That's what yeah. they say. I'm not I mean, kidding. You're right. No, you're uh, yeah, It's harsh, you're spot but I'm on. not kidding. No, you're I mean, spot that, on. They're going to ruin them. I mean, seriously. You're no, long, you're no longer a student athlete. You are our subject. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great question. So why does it matter in the NCAA? Does it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter in the NFL. Whatever. I mean, I mean, honestly, if you <laughs> maybe, maybe this is what they're doing. They're taking it, they're they're going to shorten the game so much to take it out of the human element. To where if you're hurt, the game's already over by the time you could have gone back in. I mean, seriously, that's that's makes as much sense or more than what we're what you're giving me right now. Yeah, you know what I would much rather see them do. Have you seen the kickoff rule in the XFL? Yes, and that is another opportunity for if you want to change something, toy with the kickoff. Toy with the kickoff, man. Somebody, I think Barrett Salee said, do a picture in picture while you go to that commercial break after every score. Do a picture-in-picture where you have the kickoff in the lower box, like a picture-in-picture. You have your commercials that are in the forefront. And if a return happens, which is very rare these days, the strength of the the kicker with the coverage teams that you have out there, it's it's more rare than ever. If you have a kickoff return, bring it back to the forefront. Think about the time that you're saving. I mean, I I would almost rather – I don't want either, but I would almost rather you say – Hey, you know, here's the ball on the 25, no kickoff the, during the this portion of the game. You know, halfway through the first quarter, through halfway through the fourth quarter, just take the kickoff out, then run the clock on an incompletion. Oh, absolutely. If, yeah. I mean, come they, on. They pretty much already have done that with the kickoff from with, yeah. with where you can kick off from. Now. Right. We have so many touchbacks. That, exactly. That's, that's cutting into time right there. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's a wasted time to kick. I mean, Makes no sense. Do something with that. Toy with that. Don't toy with the freaking chunk of the game that means the most. Yeah, which is the the game itself. Yeah, bring value back to kickoff. Mm -hmm. I I would say do that. But you know, they're just not going to. Yeah, man. Just middle finger to the fans. If you're uh, a team that traveled across country to play, middle finger to the fans. If you love the way the sport is now, just middle finger to tradition and the way that it's been, and just give me more money. So you're saying middle finger to the fans. Are you talking about the people who drive the dollar? Yeah, man. Oh, the okay. ones that, that drive attendance sales and, uh, you know, alcohol and equipment, uh, equipment, apparel inside the stadiums. I mean, yeah, middle finger to those that actually foot the bill outside of the television. It's a cool world that we're living in. It's a really cool it world. Really it's cool a really world. cool world. Well, we got to talk about something positive before we hop off here. Um, 
I think I'm going to name this episode Busting Chops, something like that. <clears throat> anyway, so Saban <laughs> has two new coordinators, Tommy Reese yes, he does. and Kevin Steele. Hang on, let's, I feel like we need to hold a moment of silence for Nick Saban. If I had one in here, I'd pour one out for, <laughs> for Saban and the Crimson. Is this a microscopic view of maybe Saban losing grip? Is is that a push? What do you think? Man, I'm <laughs> I'm really, really torn on this, and I'm not as much torn as I am. I don't know how he works his way through this, this if I could talk. Works his way through this into more than 10 or 11 wins. I mean, mm. I think he's a mastermind. I think he's the greatest over the long haul for right now being. But that is, I mean, still could potentially be a downgrade from Golding. And Golding was not good compared to Alabama standards. I know they wanted Pruitt so bad that they couldn't stand it. I, I really do believe that. Um, and Maybe Sankey actually did something consistent for the first time and said, not right now. No, mm -hmm. maybe. I don't I don't know. But Tommy Rees, man, that was just also out of the blue. I mean, Notre Dame wasn't awe-inspiring, but they also did have quarterback uh, inconsistency and issues and injuries. They had all that. But, my gosh, dude, I mean, we've talked about it on here and everywhere of Clemson winning the OC pool this year, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, I mean, this is interesting, man. And and listen, Georgia went through some changes as well, so it'll be interesting to see how they maintain because they're just now getting into the heart of what Saban's dealt with for so long now of losing coordinators, losing position coaches. But Tommy Reese and Kevin Still, I mean, you have to figure that Kevin Still is almost washed. I mean, seriously, he's going to age out of the out of coaching here shortly. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying, like, what's he done lately? I, I, and I know he's done good work over his career, but what has he actually done lately? I mean, he was part of the – he was let go at Auburn, I believe, and he was going to come to Tennessee. Then he wasn't, of course. You know how that went. Miami? I mean, what are we doing? And then Tommy Rees just doesn't – he doesn't insp inspire any awe for me, but he, he could be a sign of the tide <laughs> changing back to some of that old guard, maybe more ground and pound, less uh, oh, of yeah. the – Less of the Bryce Young and two attack of low. They'll still recruit those guys, but mm -hmm. I mean, less of the air it out and just throw it all over you and stuff like that. We'll we'll see. But if Saban puts a run together with these guys, there will be additional no further questions. Case built for goat status for him, no doubt. The goat, man, I love the that goat. gift. The goat, <laughs> yeah. So Tommy Reese, I think, is in. I think that hire is so funny. Because, and you kind of nailed it, I don't think – now, I'm not saying he's incapable of doing some dynamic things offensively, but I think what you're going to see is a lot of clock management, ground and pound, especially because you hired Tommy Reese and you're installing a new quarterback as well. Probably, if it's tomorrow, Ty Simpson, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, probably. I, think, I think that job is his. I even think that's going to be the case if it's Jalen Milrow. You'll just have some maybe some more read options, zone read looks, stuff like that. Yeah. Still, though, I, 
Saban didn't get his guy. He didn't get like either guy, like oh for two on guys. So two new coordinators and a ton, mm-hmm. a ton of new guys on the field. I mean, maybe Milrow's your best option because he can use his legs in the way that Simpson can't. If if you're not able to impose your will and run it, or if receivers don't step back towards that that peak Alabama of late, you know, I mean, maybe maybe Milrow is your best option for that reason because he can. You saw what he did against Arkansas. I mean, that run was he was galloping, my guy, yeah. Yeah. galloping. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe maybe that's a factor. I don't know, but I mean, this is just the weirdest the weirdest transition from where Alabama's been. Because this does actually – not a lot of times is it either perceived as a step back or does it end up being a step back. But there's no way in my mind to feel like this is not a step back in sure. like like three or four facets of their program. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, uh, absolutely. 100%. What cracked me up the most out of this is Tim Brown, Notre Dame legend. Yeah. When Tommy Reese was hired away from Notre Dame – he comes out and says, this is a great day in Notre Dame football. Basically saying, this guy sucked. <laughs> yeah. Which, that is so funny because that's that's our opinion so often. But I, I, don't, I don't think I've seen many people, if any, really talking about what Reese had to work with in year one of Freeman. Now, he was there with Kelly as well. But I don't, I don't know how, how many people are actually talking about what he had to work with in terms of skill offensively, which is – frankly, always an issue at Notre Dame. It can be a frequent issue at Notre Dame, but it's kind of like that perception that Georgia fans, to kind of segue them into this whole weird situation of bringing Bobo back to the forefront as a coordinator. The perception of him there is often terrible or nowhere near the level of appreciation that it should be for the years that he actually gave them where their offense was just booming. Offense wasn't the problem. I mean, maybe they – would disappear in a game here or there or not have that same production in a game here or there. They were certainly not what they are now under Ricked. They were close, yeah. but you know, that it's like that perception thing where you have these, this opinion of Bobo of my gosh, he's just, he's not it. Oh my God, we, we can't get it done. And frankly, I think he's a great offensive mind. And now it will be interesting to see all of the new factoring in a new coordinator, because I do think Munkin is elite at working with what he has mm-hmm. elite. Mm-hmm. And and it's not like there's not tools in the cupboard in the shed to work with there, but it'll be interesting to see all of the new in these places this year. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Lots of new all over the place, especially for your two, you know, uh, monsters in this conference for the last five, six years. Who's more affected by this? Saban? Smart. I, I, th- I have to go with Saban because it's it almost seemed like Saban was – Still fishing in the pond, you know. Once, once the once the old guys were gone, Bill O'Brien and and Pete Golding and Monken left, and Monk Monken Monken whatever. Monkey Smart turns around and says, "Uh oh shoot, what's his head? I forgot it." Bobo Bobo Bobo, it's yours. And that was in what less than twenty four hours. It was very very quick. I mean, it was uh, yeah, it was very quick turnaround. Um, I, Georgia's more set up for it right now. I mean, seriously. No, that, like be. quarterback's going to be interesting because I mean that position has just been interesting while all smart's been there. Mm-hmm. You know, you had I don't remember who it was in 2016, and then it was the Jake Fromm show, and he just never quite reached that mm-hmm. elite gear. 
even the one that Stetson Bennett showed at times when he was dialed in. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, seriously, because we've seen them just have weird things happen. Mm-hmm. And now the the veteran, the the weird veteran is gone. So what happens? And yeah. the talent is there. Um, you would you would like a little bit more. I, I think you would always like a little bit more at receiver than tight end. That's just me because of the nature of today's game. But if you are able to do what they've done the last couple of years, you don't care. I mean, you don't care. So I think mm-hmm. I think Georgia's built a little bit more to sustain this blow right now, if you would look, want to look at it and call it that. Mm-hmm. But I also feel very sacrilegious. I feel like I'm playing Russian roulette by talking about what Saban's got going on, by talking about this looks like a real hard hit for them. How are they going to come back? I mean, it feels like I'm playing with fire, uh, you know, because, I mean, he's probably going to be like, what's this, and go win all the games this year. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Uh, and again, kind of what I said in the beginning, Smart just seemed to be better prepared for it. Um, so not that I'm disagreeing with anything you said, but uh, <clears throat> I think what cracks cracks me up is for the first time we've seen Saban go, oh, crap. <laughs> but now, we didn't get to visibly watch him sweat, but I think, I think the Bama fan base and Saban probably thought we have Bryles because he's always just gotten who he wanted. Yeah. And which is funny, I mean, you know, there's there's a guy that wasn't even considered, and I'm not real sure why, but Butch Jones was just sitting right there, and I can't figure out why that man's not in Tuscaloosa. But anyway. <laughs> One last thing for me. This will be the last thought. Oh, I have, I have another have. comment. I ain't done. Oh, good. Good. This is just my the last thing for me with Alabama is we've seen Saban really, really, really rip into his defensive coordinator specifically. I know he does it with his OCs because, mm-hmm. you know, but oftentimes they may be up in the box or, or if they're in Lane Kiffin's shoes, they're getting that, that you know, lashing right there on the sideline. But we've seen him yell at Pete Golding. We've seen him probably do it with Pruitt. We've certainly seen him do it with Smart back in the day. Mm-hmm. What's it going to look like when, he, when he's yelling and just biting the head off of his peer age-wise almost with Kevin Still? That's going to be fascinating to watch. Yeah. Will yeah. there be a clap back? You know, what's what's going to happen? I mean, seriously, because all these young guys have just kind of, yeah, this is just how I make it in the game, man. This is like my natural progression. You know, bite my head off, do it. Yeah. And then this old guy, man, he's going to be over there like, I retire. Go? I don't care. You ain't yelling yeah. at me like that. <laughs> like, have you seen my bank account, bro? I mean, it ain't yours, but it ain't bad. Yeah. 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 Kevin Steele. So I'm glad you 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 set that up really well. I, what I think is going on with this Kevin Steele hire is Saban buying time to get Pruitt in. 100%. I think that's all that 100%. is. Yeah, getting a guy who I don't want to say he can. It's obvious not who who he can mold. It's not that somebody who can buy him enough time to get Pruitt cleared. And you can't tell me. You can't tell me that if that's the case, Kevin Steele doesn't know. Oh, yeah, dude. I, and I think Kevin Steele's fine with any role whatsoever because his time has almost passed him by in the game. I mean, he's 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 truly – his career's winding down. I mean, sure. in, in the same sense of Saban's age-wise, I mean, seriously, it's, it's winding down. He's never going to be a head coach again, again, which was a very bad time before – times before. Excuse me, I'll get it out in a minute. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, this is like a last stop. Let's just collaborate. Let's win what we can Top thing. I think he can probably coach what Saban wants to do, but can he pull, you know, the level out of those players that he'll need to to, to really re- reestablish and restore? 
the recruiting is has been brought back. I mean, it's it's never really died, but it's mm-hmm. it's back at the forefront, back at number one. So what can he get out of those guys? Yeah, yeah. Is is Pruitt on in staff on any kind of role at Alabama? Is he doing anything? Where's he at? He's, What's he's talking he's talking to Mike Griffith a whole lot down with uh, you know, on the Georgia beat. I don't understand that a whole lot. But um but yeah, I don't know. He's not on a staff right now. I don't think. I think he's out of the game momentarily. I, I really don't know. Well, well, what I was going to get at is I don't think that Steele is going to have the title, but I don't think Steele is your defensive coordinator. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't think he's a guy. Nor do I think it's going to be Saban, the one in his ear telling him what to call. I think there's going to be some somebody somewhere behind the scenes who either Saban is raising up, right? Yeah, or or possibly Pruitt is in still yeah. here before too long. Don't don't doubt it at all. I mean, they, you know, they'll do what they want to do down there. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm usually here for it. <laughs> um, I'm here for watching Sable Saban not not get his guy. That mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. and again, I'll say it. I've said it before. Clemson became a monster. Overnight with that hire, that's that's they should, they absolutely should, monstrous, monstrous. So, well, man, I'm all out of content. I'm dried up. Me too. I mean, heck, we've caught up on old news. We've uh, really made it, you know, our take on it. We've put that on your ears and on your faces. So, hope you like it. Would love to know your thoughts. Uh, I, I would actually, you know, what I'd like to do. I'd like to find somebody that likes these rule changes. I know one person that can live with them outside of myself, but you know, stand up. Like, did you like, can you tell me if you were the one to suggest it? So I can like <laughs> send you some hate mail or something. Like, can we do something? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do yeah. something. Let me yeah. hear it. I want to hear it. If you, if you're somebody that likes these rule changes. Yeah. If you're still with us, would love for you to drop a comment in our comment section about your thoughts on these rule changes. Would love to hear your feedback. Would love to hear it. But with that said, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, hope your ears were tickled. It's a good day to have a good day. Thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. If the if the show was broken up funny in a couple different places, um, I'll just say we did our best. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. We did our best. This was not recorded live. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Um, we love you guys. Hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for hanging out with Pandemonium Reigns. Man, it's been a minute since I've said that. We love you guys. God bless. Go Vols. GBO. GBO.